It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon. It's Simon. Welcome to the rendezvous. I hope you had a good day. Um, I had a conversation earlier with a friend of mine who asked me if, as a talk show host, I prefer to talk about love and relationships than the news. And I said, 100% love and relationships and life than the news. I said, you know, there are other way more qualified people to do that. And also, I personally, you know, I've had enough with the bad news. So when I go behind my Mac at home, uh, in my little office space that I have with Mr. Lewis, my teddy bear, always smiling and looking at me, I forget the news. And that's the goal of the show. We want to talk about life. We want to talk about romance. We want to talk about relationships. And, you know, before I go to sleep, when it's late at night, we finish the show. I, I just feel very relaxed, and I hope you do too. That is the point of the rendezvous. We help each other. Let's leave the news to the news. Uh, you calls and you questions are more than welcome. The lines are open, 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship, dial 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Alex. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What's going on with you? How can I help you tonight? Um, my wife's birthday is coming up, and I always throw her a surprise party. That's like my big thing, is I always get her some way, and she's actually surprised. But with the lockdowns and everything happening... I want to know, like, a way I can still pull that off without having, like, you know, all of our friends and family come by. And, you know, it's, it's right. not the same, so I don't know what I can do to make it special. Well, I mean, uh, I don't know her, so you're going to have to help me. So um, how about this idea? How about you cook or order the favorite meal that she loves you put candle in the house. You make this birthday not about family and friends, but about the marriage itself. The fact that you're both together. The fact that you're both healthy. The fact that nothing can stop you, not the virus. The fact that, you know, we are together. And so I would celebrate that. I would not be worried about family and friends this year because it's a, just a different year. I would just organize the best evening for her, her music, Whatever she likes to eat, whatever wine she likes to drink, uh, you can order online the gift or gifts you want for her. So I would make it all about the romantic side of your marriage, not about the friends, not about the family. I think why don't we just use this kind of unique time to focus only on the two of you and make it an evening she will never forget. Wow, I really like that. And, like, honestly, that sounded heartwarming. Like, you, while you were saying it, I kind of, like, got into a trance. Like, just like, yeah, she's really going to like this, actually. Like, oh, my God, this is a great idea. And then next year, when everything is back to normal, you'll go wild and crazy with many friends and families. But I said this year, you celebrate your marriage and the love together. Wow, I really like that. Thank you so much. This was really good advice. I'm going to do that for sure. You're most welcome, Alex. That's what I'm here for. Good luck to you and have a good night. Merci beaucoup, Simon. Merci beaucoup, Alex. Coming up, I just received a very interesting question on Instagram um, from Susie, who met a man online and has a question about this guy. So, her question is next. So, I received this very interesting Instagram question at Rendezvous Radio from Susie, who goes, Bonjour, Simon. Is it okay to ask why someone got divorced? I met a man online 
And his profile says he's been divorced before, but he hasn't said why, and I'm not sure if it's okay to ask or if that's too personal. What do you think? Good question. I mean, you online dating, you see on somebody's profile they got divorced. Can you ask, why did you get divorced? I'll tell you what I think. Next. Say you were online dating like Susie is, and um, you connect with somebody, and you see on their profile that they've been divorced before. Do you think it's okay to ask them uh, why they've been divorced? Do you think it's just too personal? My answer is clear and simple. Do not ask until you meet in person. There's no need. Um, I just think though, until you've met in person, you feel the vibe, you have chemistry or not, I wouldn't go there. It's just too deep. I like the honesty of the profile, but wait before you meet for coffee one day, then you can ask. I know it takes patience with quarantining and everything else. I just think it's too personal, too fast. So I wouldn't ask that right away. That's my answer, and you calls are next. If you want to share a chapter of your love life, even a paragraph, call the rendezvous and share that story with me at 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Molly. Bonjour, Simon. Comment ça va? Ça va, et toi? Oh, bien, bien. <laughs> You're good. So, uh, I understand that something romantic happened to you. Tell me, what happened? Well, I'm sure you can imagine that this is not an easy time for dating. Um, it's very awkward. You don't know who you should go out and meet and how close you should get to anyone. But I can't believe this happened to me. This was the first date I've gone on since quarantine. And I meet this guy, and we start off social distancing. I promise I'm playing everything safe. We start out six feet apart, but then as the hours go by, like by every hour that goes by, so does a foot of distance. And we're just like hitting it off so well. Like I haven't met anybody in so long that I got along with and that I could laugh so much with. Like he's just so funny at like joking around and kind of making fun of me, but in a loving way, which I, I like that when guys are like that. And uh, I don't know. And I know it's kind of sad that we're all unemployed right now, but then there's something to be said for having all this free time where you could just spend it with somebody and really get to know them and really bond. Sure. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it took all day and all night, but uh, we finally held hands. And wow. I know that sounds so childish, but, like, you're unable to move very fast right now, especially physically, because it's not safe. Yep. And it's just been really nice to, and romantic. And, 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 and it just reminds me of being a teenager again to meet this guy <laughs> and oh, that's right. move, move in slow motion. Do you know what I mean? How did that make you feel when you felt his hand in your hand? It was so exciting. Like, it, I, I couldn't even tell you the last time that holding somebody's hand felt so magical but it did feel oh. kind of rebellious right because you're like i'm not supposed to touch anyone <laughs> like, molly the rebellious like, we did we did sanitize our hands probably six times that day so i feel like they were two clean hands coming together you know what's very sweet is what you said it reminds us sometimes like when we were teenagers 15 or 16 or 14 and so on and then you for the first time you hold somebody else's hand and you're so excited it's just so romantic and exhilarating, right? Yeah, it's really sweet. I feel I feel young again, and I'm 40. It's so cute. 40, 40 is young. Listen, stay safe, and I'm glad you, you shared with me that story. It was very romantic. Oh. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. 
Do you remember the first time you hold hands romantically with somebody back in high school? Where was it and who was it with? Let's reminisce about that next. You know, my last caller was talking about the fact that when you touch somebody's hand for the first time, you, you, you remember back, way back when, when you're in high school usually, and for the first time in your life, somebody you like holds your hand. And you feel the hands in your hands. It's just, it's, it's magic. One hand touching another hand. Do you remember where it was for the first time for you? Think about it. And then think about who it was. First person you loved or liked that touched your hand and you felt like an exhilarating romantic feeling just by holding somebody else's hands. Now, let me share a story of what happened to me. Where was it? Who was it and how I felt about it? My story is next. Where was the first time you hold somebody else's hand and who was it with? In my case, I will never forget, I was 13 years old back in Paris. Fell in love with a girl from my high school class called Christabelle, the smartest, cutest brunette of the class. Took me six months and a lot of charming to try to convince her to go walk in the Garden of Luxembourg in Paris. I've never held anybody else's hand before that moment, and that's all I thought about. My heart was beating like a 200 miles per hour because I said, what if she puts her hand away? I feel like an idiot. But I slowly moved my hand, and my heart went from 200 miles to 300 miles, and I don't know where I found the courage to put my hands on hers, and she grabbed mine too and folded her hands in mine. And I just felt in paradise, Christabel back in Paris, unforgettable. It's just, I just, I miss it. Back to you and new questions, 855-905-8255. Any questions about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Mindy. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. How can I help you tonight? What's going on? What's up? So one of my dearest friends in the whole world, she's been struggling for, it's been like a couple of years now, really trying to find a good match for her. And she's had a lot of hookup relationships, but nobody's mm -hmm. really taken her seriously. And it's mm -hmm. been hard for me to watch her struggle in the dating world. Um, mm -hmm. The good news is, is that a few weeks ago, she met this man who she gets along with really, really well. And they're actually becoming really, really serious. Um, he asked her to be official within the first week, and she's already met his parents, and, you know, she's really happy. Um, and so my issue is that I just realized who he actually is. He is my ex-fiance's brother. Okay, ex-fiance's brother, okay. I don't know how to tell her that. Because um, she doesn't know, and I feel like it's going to be really awkward, and I don't know if I should avoid him or what I should do. But why the worry? I mean, it's not your ex-fiancé himself, so you've never had anything romantic with a brother, right? No, but my breakup with the brother was uh, pretty nasty. Fair enough, but as long as you have never dated the brother, you should tell her the truth, you've got nothing to hide, Make her feel relaxed. Say, listen, by the way, I just realized that, you know, it's uh, my ex-fiancé brother. And, um, and she said, oh, really? She said, yes. And then you go, but listen, I mean, every brother, every human being is different. I would not judge one brother by another one. That's just mm -hmm. not the way I think. So you encourage her to keep dating and not worry about it. 
And and I think that that's the way to go because really we should not be judging you know one a brother by the way you dated another one. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I'm overanalyzing. I think a little yeah. bit. I think you more try to protect something from you and than hers. But she found a good guy. You her best friend. You cheer it, and uh, the rest. It's not her business what happened between you and him, and it's not your business also to bring back this old story that really is not impacting her relationship with the brother of your ex. Mm -hmm. We have to cheer each other. When one of us finds love, we all have to be behind them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I will. Thank you. All right, Mindy. You take care and have a good night. You too. Good night. Coming up, I just received an interesting Facebook message from Amina who has a question about her boyfriend who really gets on her nerves. And you'll understand why next. So I received this very interesting Facebook message at the Rendezvous Show from Amina about her boyfriend. Here's what she says. She says, Simon, my boyfriend is always on his phone and is with me. And when I try to tell him it bothers me, he just turns it around and says, I'm on my phone too. But it's not true. How can I get my boyfriend to engage with me more? Oh, listen, I mean, I'm so glad you messaged me this question because I think I've got the perfect answer. Coming up next. Have you ever been in a relationship with somebody who spends so much time on their phone, you feel they're either ignoring you and, and really you feel kind of like they're not engaging with you and you're wondering, what can I do to get my partner to engage with me more? That's exactly the question Amina uh, Facebook messaged me at the rendezvous show. Amina, it's very simple. You ignore him back. Don't talk to him. Don't answer. Until he says, what's going on? Well, they said, I, I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, you're ignoring me all the time. And then talk about it. said, if you're bored with me, we shouldn't be together. Open up the dialogue. Put him on the spot. No unspoken helps a relationship. And I can tell it annoys you and frustrates you. And so you should say it. But first, before you say it, don't ask him to be more engaged. Make him wonder what's wrong. Make him do the work. Make him come up to you and ask, what's wrong, honey? And then you got the upper hand and you can tell him what you think, okay? So that's the strategy. I hope that helps you. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Taylor. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on between you and your boyfriend? How can I help you? Um, so, you know, we have been stuck at home now for three months. We're both still working from home. And, you know, when we were going to our jobs and we were, we would look forward to seeing each other at the end of the day. So we had that to look forward to. And now all we do is see each other all day. So I'm just kind of wondering how to kind of get that excitement back. Okay. Um, the first thing I recommend to both of you would be to buy a notebook first and first of all, to get rid of all the frustration about each other, write them down. Not to tell each other, but you've got to detox from this proximity. So you have to write every day that anything he does that gets on your nerves, write it in that notebook. Uh, and so let's get rid of the, like, because everybody in, in such proximity, not just you and him, but so many of my callers have the same problem. I would say first, you've got to express and detox what you really feel. So it's like too much time with my partner. He's done this. But don't vent on your partner or at your partner. Vent on your notebook like a journal, number one. Mm -hmm. Two, um, get out of the house with a car. Do you have a car? I do. Right, road trips. That's the romance. These days, the house is, you know, I can always tell you candles and music won't work very much and very long. 
go in a place you've never been, okay, with a little picnic. And, you know, it's good social distance, there's plenty of places, it's summer, and you bring some wine, you bring maybe some little music with your phone, and you decide each, like once a week, where we're going to go this Saturday or this Friday night. And once you're out, it's like when we were like 18 or 17, you know, we would go out with our girlfriend or boyfriend and we'd just... Well, it's the same thing. Road trips, for me, is where the romance is, outside the home. And then after that, it's ooh-la-la. <laughs> I love that. I can't believe I didn't think of a road trip. That's an incredible idea. Road trip every weekend, no matter what. And you decide ahead. There's always a nice lake or a nice you know, forest or little mountains, wherever you are, I don't know. But everybody's wondering this question in your shoes should think road trip with my partner, nice picnic, we pick up the wine, the cheese, the dessert, and then we have romantic evenings, okay? I can't wait to start planning it, thanks. All right, bonsoir. Coming up, I'm gonna tell you the result of a question I posted on my social media for you, referring to, is it possible to have a healthy relationship but with no romance? I think you're going to be surprised by the results. Next. Do you think it's possible to have a healthy relationship but with no romance? <laughs> so it's interesting because I posted that question uh, at Rendezvous Radio. I hope you follow me, at Rendezvous Radio. Follow your Frenchie. Anyway, so here are the results of your votes. 37% of you voted, sure, it fades over time. 63% of you said, no, romance is necessary. I thought 99% of you would vote that romance is necessary for a healthy relationship, but I was wrong. Once again, <laughs> I listen, I can't have a healthy relationship without romance. I just can't. I mean, I'd be like a relationship where you don't talk almost. But anyway, that's just me. I guess, you know, maybe I'm now on, on the old school side of things. Thank you so much for voting. Very interesting. Have a great night. Merci beaucoup. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.